It's the A to Z of Men podcast, and we are back, Chris and Scott, and of course, producer Adam. Uh, we will give him the producer title today because he, he has been producing, basically just making sure we get in here on time, and we're only half an hour late. Right, so he's, he's done well. He, I, I, he's he's done nailed well. it. Nailed it. Done well there, mate. Thank you. Yeah, well done. Thank you. Uh, we won't talk about the issues that I had to start with. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> it's normally us that has some technical issues, but mainly because we don't really know what we're doing. Um, and you had the technical issues. We've been sitting here waiting. We've been waiting a little while. You say that you know what you're, you don't know what you're doing, as yeah. if I know what I'm doing. Well, we would presume that you're from the, the title producer. producer. It's an over-18s podcast, by the way. <laughs> um, there it is. Nearly got it. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, yeah, but you are a producer. You produce. That's what. That's the word produce, I think, is to produce. Yeah, yeah. we use that word loosely. Well, yeah. And when, when you first come onto the, th- the video, it said Z-A. Yeah. Instead of A to Z. Your camera, your graphics behind you were like Z-A. Next season, we just start from Z and go back to A, doing the same words as we've just done. <laughs> it's we called don't. the Z to A of men. You're we, going to love it. We don't. We don't. Um, talking of loving it, the A to Z of men, or A to Z of men, as Scott likes to call it. Although I think when you're talking about it, you would say the A to Z of men, because you're, you're referring to an actual yes. podcast. Yes. Like I'm going to the pub, but it's pub, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, Carl, thank you very much for your email, who emailed A2, the number 2, A2ZofMen at gmail.com. Uh, we're talking about the letter S and my word, which was shape, and says, thank you for a superb podcast. I listen in the car every Wednesday, apart from this week, where I had somebody in who wouldn't have appreciated the humour with me. <laughs> I'm glad I did listen this morning, though. I haven't got to the end of the podcast yet to see which word it is in, but shape has really hit note with me i'm 46 and have been uh, having body confident issues i've also got good legs from my football days um in my younger days and uh, mountain bike riding now so as i've gotten older i've been able to shift the belly i've not been able to shift the belly it's really the only place i carry extra weight and lightly from eating too much crap i'm back to mountain bike racing uh, and he just goes on with the the issues that he's had with shape so he said enough rambling thank you guys for an amazing relatable pod the chemistry of best mates comes across between you you two as well, uh, both on the radio show and the podcast. So he's a radio show listener as well. Amazing. Uh, it must be great to have that amount of support for each other. Look after yourselves and thanks again. Carl, the slightly chunky bloke at the back of the mountain bike race. Do you know what? Thank you so much, Carl. We uh, we love interaction with, uh, with you guys, so yeah, it means a lot. And Christine says, lovely podcast, great listen, uh, with an array of different topics and the inner thoughts and workings of the male mind on every letter is so knowledgeable and funny. I love the banter between you two, all of you, it's all great. And I often laugh out loud with the hoover in the hand and have to stop, but always glad I don't play it on the train or in the car. Um, I listen to your show on the radio as well on my days off and I love it. Uh, Keep going, guys. Thanks for all the fab work. Looking forward to next week, says Christine, an avid listener of A to Z. Do you know what I took? out of Christine's email she that she said knowledgeable and and us basically yeah that's true I, I, I'm taking that as a massive win she she said other things as well but she said that we're knowledgeable yeah I don't think we are but thank you very much Christine maybe she's listening to Baffled and she's got confused yeah. between the podcasts <laughs> maybe. I think that's what's happened there maybe uh, we love it when you get in touch and please do it as much as you want a2 the number 2 a2z of men at gmail.com and a to z of men uh, pretty much anywhere on the socials you will find us on there we all well Scott you well I'm um, I'm knackered 
Um, Pete, behind the curtain, we normally record this on a Wednesday or a yeah. Friday. Um, we're actually recording this one week of podcast. We're so, in the same week as you, listening. Yeah. It's the same week. So we're recording this on the Monday, and this is this episode will be going out on the Wednesday. The reason why I'm tired is I've just got back from Newcastle, where I have quite literally um, drank for, th- for four days and... Worked for three days. Um, it's work and play, really. Um, in that three days, when I called it work, I'd done a half hour a night, um, and the rest, the rest of it was drinking. Yeah, really. I think normally when you use the you know work hard, play hard thing, work is normally a good eight hours of the day, and then plays yeah. about an hour or two of the day. That's what that commonly means. But you're doing half an hour work and twenty three and a half hours play, which is yeah. different to the rest of us. And and you know, I'll, I'll be honest, we got. We got put up in a beautiful five-star hotel, which was l- literally two minutes from the venue, if that. Oh. Um, and um, obviously, lots of alcohol, and um, yeah, it was amazing. And the, Kerry come up, and uh, we had a really, really nice time. And even because I've, I've hurt my ankle, did I mention it last week? No, I don't think we did. did we? Oh. we didn't do last week. This is last week. This is last. Yeah. yeah. So I've I've um, sprained my ankle, so I had to do the well, dancing. Well, I'm going to cover that in a minute, so you don't need to worry about that. Okay. Yeah. So I've sprained my ankle, and um, so I was going around on scooters. Um, it was amazing. We had a really good time. Kerry came up. We had a few drinks and a good laugh. It was brilliant. So Scott was opening a gym. Oh God! Um, go. uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was it was quite weird because he's in Essex, and I said, "Oh, they put Chris and Scott," and he went, "No, just Scott." It's not a Chris and Scott thing. It's it's a Scott thing. And I went, all right, okay. So I knew my place. So I was like, all right, okay. Um, and I said, oh, what are you getting paid? And he went, no, no, no. Well, kind of. It's like lifetime membership or whatever. And I was like, oh, it sounds amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. So Scott went to open the said um, gym. And he, he thought he'd try out some of the apparatus. And he fell off one of them and broke his ankle. Everyone so, active, thank you very much. That's, um, uh, that's what happened there. So, yeah, well, right. No, I climbed the rope ladder and, and fell off and no, jumped down. Yeah, I would have been there to catch you. I'm just saying, I would yes. have been there to catch you. Yes. It would have been like a dirty dancing moment. I would have caught you and we would have done the swan or whatever. But <laughs> you decided that it was a, a Scott thing. So, I was just sitting there. You, know you break your ankle. The uh, the ankle pain sounds better than doing the fucking swan with you. <laughs> so, so, to be honest, I'll take it. I think we should do the dirty dancing. TikTok's all over it now. Two guys doing dirty dancing stuff, like builders are doing it on TikTok. Yeah. It's getting yeah. a lot of hits, lots of interaction. Okay. Um, I'm going to say no I'm again. I'm busy that day. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, what have you been up to? Uh, I've had a fun weekend, I suppose. Um, yeah. Yeah, took, took time out, went down to Southampton with uh, nice. the missus. Um, had a nice little break. Um, it's nice down there, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's good fun. Um, but the the best bit about the whole weekend, which Abby still doesn't understand why I found it the best bit, was yeah. we're walking along on, an, on the way to go to a night out for some food and uh, walking along the corridor of my hotel and this man stops to let us through the, the door and I look twice and I'm like, oh my God. And Abby's like, what is wrong with you? And I just went, that was Mike Dean. And she went, who the fuck is Mike Dean? I went, that was, that was Mike Dean, the referee. She was like, no, it wasn't. How do you even know who he is? He's a referee. I went, it's Mike Dean. Yeah, uh, yeah, anyway, we all know him. I said, I said to her, I was like, right, Google quickly, who is refereeing the Southampton Man City FA Cup game? It's Mike Dean, wasn't it? And it was Mike Dean. I was wow. like, I knew that was fucking Mike Dean. <laughs> Did you anyway. please tell me you said hello? No, so 
he, well, he, he, I said thank you to him, and he was like, "No worries." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, I've got some sort of communication." Your best mates, pretty much. Yeah, this is this is a proper like fangirl moment of my life. Yeah, I, I don't know why. It's just Mike Dean. <laughs> um, but then I said, I said to Abby, I was like, "Oh, I do hope we're sitting next to him when we uh, have breakfast in the morning." Guess what? Sitting next to him whilst having breakfast in the morning. I and was it was like, definitely him. Yeah, it was definitely him because he had uh, the rest of the officials with him and they're all oh, in their little this is uh, brilliant. EA Sport like green jerseys and all oh, this. mate. I was like, this is the most incredible thing. Do you know when you're sitting there and you do a sly photo? Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. Abby, just move to the right a bit. I'll post the uh, photo on Instagram so everyone can oh, see. Oh, perfect. Do you know what? You should have spoke to him because he, he actually, he went on the, uh, I know you shouldn't mention other podcasts, but... Uh, we're not, he went on the Peter Crouch podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was on there, and he was actually really, really funny, and really come good. across, come across as a really nice guy, even because you know, you know, you you look at him as a referee, and you think, oh god, he really loves himself, like the way he sort of makes it all about him and all that. But he come across so well on the Peter Crouch podcast, we could have got him on the A to Z. That would have been, been amazing. Good. And now I, you've just I got think, pictures of him on your phone. And it would have been good that you've met him and not me and Scott, because we would have waited for him to drop a roll or something and gone, you don't know what you're doing, <laughs> in the middle of the breakfast bar, which would have probably embarrassed him. I would um, give him a red card. Yeah, it would, have been, it would have been good. I went to a bar at the weekend in Beaconsfield uh, for a mate's 40th birthday, which was really cool. Went outside for a, for a quick vape, like you do. And there was um, a girl had been kicked out, so which is it always looks messy because she was loud, she was screaming at pretty much everybody really, and she came out to the bit where we were vaping. She go, oh, I can't believe they just fucking kicked me out, fucking hell, fucking hell. And I was like, wow, okay. So I was just looking at Karen as if to go, if we don't look at her or make any eye contact with her, she'll just go away. Didn't that didn't happen? And then this other guy came out the pub, and he was, like, older. He was probably in his mid-50s, but looked like... You know, when you look at somebody, you think, this guy's up for a fight. This guy here, he's going to have a fight. So he starts squaring up to this girl, who's probably about 19, so already this looks quite uncomfortable. You've got this guy in his mid-50s, properly hedge guy, shaved head, little goatee beard, and he was like, yeah, you got to go away. And she's like... (laughs) Anyway, she walked off. And she was walking off and he was just about to shout something. And I said to Karen, this would be the coolest thing. This would be like something out of a movie. What he's going to shout to her now is the end of the whole thing. And he shouted, and I quote, That's right. You go home and suck on your mummy's titties. (laughs) (laughs) I just looked at Karen and went, did he just say, go suck on your mum's titties? So all the coolness that the guy had just literally disappeared. God. As soon as he shouted that out. That was the highlight of my weekend, I think. That's a solid weekend. It was a solid weekend because you'd expect people like that to have the words. I mean, he, he looked good. He looked like he had the, the part of, you know, aggressor. He looked like he had the alpha male bit locked down. So I was waiting for some really cool line and it didn't happen. It was, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> he but, let himself down, hasn't he? Yeah, I think so, Scott. I think he let himself down badly. And what a horrible vision as well. Yeah. I don't even know why he said it. Even his mates looked at him and go, yeah, what? <laughs> you know what? I, I feel I feel like that's like the perfect like insult in a way because it throws the other person so much. You go, hang on a minute. I mean, I think she literally sobered up like that as if to go, what did you, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? It's horrible. It's, horrible. it's a weird Absolutely. thing to shout. Um, so there you go. Anyway, A to Z of Men is back and with a brand new letter. It's the letter T. T. 
A to Z of men, it's Chris and Scott, and our take on uh, basically the inner workings of a male brain, and we do it in an A to Z format to make it simple for us, and it, it's it's just a nice format for the A to Z of men, really, isn't it? Doing it, it is, in an A to Z. Yeah. And I quite like the fact that when we do this, you know, it's not just it's not just men that are listening. It, this is for women as well. You're, yeah. uh, it, it's a little insight into our mental, mental minds. Mental, because it's men, men, mental. Brilliant. Men's mental minds. Um, and, yeah, you can do that. Women, we get loads of emails from, from uh, women all over the place saying, oh, wow, yeah, I kind of semi-understand why my you know boyfriend's got an issue with his shape or whatever it is we've talked about. But we also get men, like uh, Carla mentioned earlier, he's like, that's me. You're talking about exactly how I feel. So I like that. And I love getting your interactions. So, yeah, keep those coming in. A2Z of men at gmail.com. So, the letter T, what are you going with, Scott? Um, well, it's, it's quite apt that you uh, you spoke about that man saying uh, titties because I've gone for titties. Oh, really? No, I've not. I just oh, thought it was a really good link to say that there. That would have been fun. Um, I have gone for tattoos. Oh, good word. I've gone for tattoos. Good today. word. Um, I nearly went for tears and then I realised that. Kerry pointed out she's an avid listener, my wife. I think she's listening for different reasons. Yeah. Um, but... It's almost like a quality control listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she said we've already done crying. So... Yeah, we did. We did it. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. Because so... we talked about the lad I saw in the park trip up and his dad said, don't Man cry like a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but, but actually, yeah, I'm really happy because um, when I uh, really had a look into this word, uh, it's a really good one. I'm really happy with it. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's weird you say that, because when I was in the gym yesterday, I was saying that to everybody I'm seeing at the moment, um, and there was a girl on the treadmill next to my wife, because my wife was at the gym as well, and she had tattoos on her arm, and I said to Karen, I said, her tattoos look really good. Sometimes I find women's tattoos don't look as... They don't look great, there's too many, but this woman had quite a lot of tattoos, but they were done really nicely. Well, this is the thing, right? So you've got... Whether you're a man or a woman... A shit tattoo is a shit tattoo, is yeah. what I want to get out there, okay. right? So if you've got nice tattoos... Now, bear in mind, some, they're subjective. So Ed Sheeran, for example, yeah, he's got some really shit tattoos. Like, he has. There's no getting away from it. Yeah, he, He's got a gingerbread man on his arm. He is a ginger man. Yeah, but he's got a gingerbread man. He's got some weird tattoos. But they're relevant to him, Yeah, right? But... Tattoos do paint a picture, quite literally paint a picture of someone. Sometimes wrong and sometimes... Well, I don't think it's ever right to judge anyone on anything, to, if I'm brutally honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I wanted to talk about with, like, let's say for women's tattoos, is it says... I've done a, a little bit of research, and it says that a lot of men actually say that they find tattoos on women attractive. I do. But they say that a lot of men are just saying that. Right now, for me, I I really like tattoos on on a woman. Like Kerry's got a few tattoos. They are, but they're not. They're nice tattoos. I mean, she's got them in really good places, sexy places. Like she's got them. She's got um. She's got ones on her rib uh, on her rib cage. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's lovely. She's got a little one on her arm. Not not a massive sleeve. Not. She's got one on her on her thigh, and um, it it's unreal. I mean, for me, that's. That's really... I find that really, really attractive, right? Now, if she had, like, a barbed wire thing on her arm... Pamela Anderson style. Yeah, maybe not. Uh-huh. Now, with my tattoos, I started getting tattoos when I was about 
well, I actually got my first tattoo when I was 18 years old, right? And in, in LA. And I got the shittest tattoo ever, right? I got what I would consider a lightning bolt on my belly, right? <laughs> now, but I got it in such a feminine place. Like, that would look really nice on a, on a, on a woman, but I don't know. I just got a lightning bolt on my belly. I had no thought going, no thought went into it. It was just... So there was no reason for there it? There was no reason for it other than I want to get a tattoo. And I'll be honest, Jay had got a tattoo and I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. I look back at Jay's tattoo, it's fucking shocking. He has got, and still to this day, I don't know, I haven't seen him for years, but he had a guy on his arm with cornrows smoking a joint. Right? That's... that's <laughs> so boy man. He was, that's so boy he was man. smoking a joint and he was holding a chain. But then, then in later years, when Jay lost a little bit of his muscle mass, honestly, the, the guy, the, the, the guy with a six-pack with cornrows smoking a joint and holding a chain, he looked like he was holding a bit of rope, <laughs> a, 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 a roll-up, and he looked like he had, he looked like he had a shit bandana on, <laughs> and he looked like a mermaid. It was awful, right? Now, I think tattoos should have meaning, right? So yeah. I've got that covered up. I did have a... I had a barbed wire, shocking tattoo, like, but like a, a manlier version of the Pamela Anderson one, but that's yeah. what everyone... At the time, everyone was getting these tattoos, and they were just getting them for the sake of getting a tattoo. Yeah. Whereas nowadays... On the, on the brink of their edge of their T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But every tattoo I've got now has, has a meaning. It, it will mean something to me. I've got my kids' names. I've got, I've got my wife's name. I've got... My I've, name. I've got Adam's <laughs> name. I've got, yeah, I've got all the A's that are men. No, I haven't. I'm joking. <laughs> I've, every one of them. You know, I've got, I've got one that says to love my wife and children forever. I've got... Is uh, that a reminder? Yeah, yes, no, just just not a reminder, just something, you know, to say, like, yeah, I, I, I love my, my kids. I've got all my kids' names. I've got my first dance in a rose. I've got, I've got the portraits of my children. I've got, you know, of all my children. It's, I will never get to a point where I don't like my tattoos. Is it an addiction? I, right, that's very good, Chris, because it's not formally recognised as an addiction, um, but it has got, all of the hallmarks of, of an addiction. And I can tell you for a fact from... I can't say this, you know, happens to everyone, but for me, yeah, it's definitely an addiction. Definitely an addiction. I love getting a tattoo. I'm always searching for my next tattoo. I don't rush into it. And listen, if you are listening a little bit, you shouldn't be listening if you're under 18. Um, fuck no. Um, but if you are... What I would say to you if you're listening in your not quite ready for a tattoo. I just want to get the message out there that don't rush it. This tattoo is going to be on your body forever. And, you know, there's, yes, you can get laser treatment now, and but that's, let me tell you, laser treatment, very, very, very painful, right? Much more painful than the tattoo. And they do hurt. It's a forgotten pain. It's, it, you, as I sit in the chair, I go, oh, God, this hurts. It, mm. And you, I almost forget how much a tattoo hurts, and, and I'm covered in them. So both of my arms are completely covered. I've got, you know, lots all over. Um, got less tattoos than I ever had, though, Chris. How is that possible? Because you laser treatment. No. Because you've joined, you joined them together. Because I've joined them together. Joined them yes. together. Um, so it says it says here. While your mum might be worried about um, 
a tattoo and the effect uh, that it has on your ability to get a job, right? Now, this is something that really got me thinking because my mum, for example, she hates my tattoos. I remember when I come back from LA with my first tattoo, she was not, not impressed. I mean, I was of age, I was 18, it was fine. Um, but she was, she sees it, right? My mum sees it. And I, and I think there'll be a lot of mums out there maybe listening to this. Or dads that don't approve of them. Um, she sees it as like I'm, I was uh, unhappy with myself. So I was trying to cover my body in, in art because I, I was feeling upset or depressed. And I said, but where's that come from? And this was because Robbie Williams once said something about this. He had said that he didn't like the person that he was. So he was trying to change the, the person he was by covering himself in tattoos. Now, just because... Robbie Williams has been quoted saying that. Doesn't mean that that's why everyone gets a tattoo. No, of course. Um, I get tattoos because I like the look of them. I like how they make me feel. And that's another thing I stumbled on. It, it says that men find other men, not attractive as in they fancy them, but they can see another man's tattoos and go, that, yeah, do you know what? That, that makes them more, more attractive. It, uh, certainly, as the report would say here, that women find men with tattoos a little bit more attractive. Yeah, the, the men that spring to mind, Adam Levine and David Beckham. There you go, right? But they've got cool, cool tattoos, right? They're cool-looking guys anyway. Yeah. Beckham and Adam Levine wouldn't be ugly without tattoos. But no, Beckham's no. whole image is his tattoos because they're on his neck as well, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just, about, just about to, next week, I'm getting a tattoo on my hand. Right. Right? Which I have never, ever done before and i mean i've got one that creeps onto my hand ever so slightly right yeah it's a microphone jack that goes into my so i've got a microphone on my arm because obviously i'm a singer and the the jack of the um microphone goes into what looks like it goes into my arm you see that adam yeah i was just gonna say chris did you know he was a singer apparently he was in a band <laughs> oh, what band's that oh you two are so funny aren't you five um, five. five yes five yeah oh, cool yeah. But, never heard of them but this is the <laughs> <laughs> fuck you josh um i know you're not called josh but no i just don't see i think they suit me my tattoos they do suit you they do i think they suit my job i think they suit what i do i think they make me feel younger i know that sounds silly but they do. They give me confidence. Yeah. And I was talking to Ke- I, I, before Kerry left for work today. She she said, "Oh, what what word are you doing?" I said, "I'm going to do tattoos." And um and I was reading some of the stuff that I had off the internet, and she was saying, "Well, do, well, do your tattoos make you feel more confident?" Then I said, "100 percent." Like when I wear a jumper, if I wore a jumper on stage, I roll up the um the arms. I'm not rolling up the arms. Um, the only reason I'm rolling up their arms is so I can show my tattoos. Mm. Because they they make me feel more confident on stage. They make me they they're they're part of my my look, my persona. Like wearing clothes. Yeah, yeah. That these are like I I don't think I'd like my arms as much without without the tattoos. And what I was sorry, what I was saying about the, the hand tattoo is I've never got it because I think it looks amazing on other people, but I've always had this thing where I've gone, mm, at the moment, I can wear a shirt, I can wear a shirt, and no one can see my tattoos. But what am I hiding for? Mm-hmm. Why does it matter? Oh, st- am I going to look bad in a suit? 
because you can see a bit of my tattoo. I used to think so, but that was me suppressing it because someone was putting that in my head. Like, and there's been, and what I want to get onto with this is that I've been discriminated against because of my tattoos. It has happened. People have, you know, not sat next to me on a train. That's a good thing. These are all plus points. But, well, no, it's, yeah, but it's not, though, is it? Right? Yeah. So, it, it's, I've, I remember once, right, and this is a true story, I was walking down the street, I was walking down the street, and I see a little old lady, where I live, little old lady, and her bag split, she had two bags, one in each hand, her bag split open, and her, all of her um, shopping went on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. I, I went over to help her, and she, she went, get away, get away! And she, um, she had like a crutch, and she was like, get away from me, get away from me. I genuinely think it was because of my tattoos. I think if I would have approached her without any tattoos, I think she'd have had a different opinion of me. Mm. And I've got a, one of my uh, friends who's a tattoo artist. He'd he, he done their Sheeran's tattoos. He's done... And I've just said this shit. Um, but... <laughs> no, but no, <laughs> no, but... That won't be your next tattoo. No, no, but the thing is, no, Kevin's a brilliant tattoo artist, but Kevin, what Kevin will do is he'll do whatever... <laughs> Like Ed Sheeran, he knows Ed Sheeran's tattoos aren't what to everyone's taste. Yeah, they're Sheeran, not shit tattoos, they're shit ideas is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, the tattoos are, are good. Um, he's done loads of tattoos. I think he's tattooed like Harry Styles. He's, he's done a lot of big celebrities, right? Um, he He's covered in them, right, covered from head to toe. He's got them all over his head. He's a really nice guy, Kevin. He gets judged massively. Mm. He says people won't talk to him. People were intimidated by him. That's. I'm glad that that stigma is easing, um, because he said here. In fact, um, nowadays it could help you to get a job. In most cases, tattoos are are considered unprofessional because some people don't like them. But this has changed in recent years, where people do not give any. Sorry, any cares whether you've got tattoos or not, they will just judge you on what you know whether you're qualified for the job. Do you think? Do you think that something like Beckham has made a, a change on that? Because people see David Beckham as an ambassador for you know for UNICEF and all the good work he does, charity work and everything. And this guy's covered in tattoos. Yeah, I think I think you know, David Beckham, maybe Scott from Five. Yes, yeah, similar. Yeah, exactly similar that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> it was so fucking funny, Adam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. On, in all seriousness, yes, people like David Beckham one hundred percent. Even, even people how how well spoken and uh, and respected um, Dwayne Johnson is yeah. now, right? He's he's in his tattoos. He's covered in them and done so much work with boot camps in America for for young kids that have sort of you know gone down the wrong path. And he's done so much good work. And I think when you see somebody in that situation. And they're also covered in tattoos. It, it it breaks down the stigma. Yeah, it does. But I, I just don't understand why it's taken so long for people to start to not judge people for, for, for their tattoos. Because when we were growing up, the people with tattoos were people like Mike Tyson. They were they were more the aggressor types, like the guy I mentioned in the bar. It was those type of types. Thugs yeah, with bulldog, yeah. bulldogs on their arms. Exactly, bulldogs and tears on their... But, like, I... I'm now only... I'm getting this tattoo on my hand because I'm, I'm not going to be governed by what other people may 
or may not think of me. Yeah. And um, going back to the, the woman thing, it's, I think, as I said earlier, a shit tattoo's a shit tattoo, whether it's on a man or a woman. It, if you've got a really nice tattoo in a really nice area of your body and it looks good and it suits you, because, listen, tattoos don't suit everybody. Mm-hmm. They don't. Some people might get it. Like, I don't know whether you've got tattoos, Adam, because I've only met you once in the flesh. I don't think you have got tattoos. No, I've got one. You've got one tattoo. Now, you, yeah. And I don't think you... Not, I'm not necessarily saying you wouldn't suit a, a sleeve, but you don't mm. seem like someone to me that would have a sleeve. No, I wouldn't, no. Now, Chris, I, yeah. th- I think... I, I know you haven't got any tattoos. No. But I know you're looking to get one. Mm. And, you know, you're really fucking... No, I'm joking. You're 50 now. Yeah, but it's weirdly, I didn't want a tattoo when I was younger. Yeah. Because I didn't... Because I kept thinking, what if I get to 40 or 50 and then think, oh, fucking hell, I, don't, I wish I hadn't done that. And then I got to 40 and uh, 50 and I was like, oh, I kind of want one now. But then I don't, I don't think age has really got anything to do with it. I could go and get a tattoo now. Yeah, but you and and you're you're thinking about it and and the tattoo that you're thinking of getting, I think, will really suit you. You've not rushed into it. You're thinking no, about like piss, piss, cheers, piss, piss, cheers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Coming down the edge his, of my cock, down his, coming down his leg, <laughs> yeah, like a little tear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, right. So my my mum used to say to me, "You're going to regret your tattoos in your." Um, when you're older. Yeah, and I think all... my mum had said that to me a lot when I was younger and I actually thought about having tattoos and I kind of, I listened to her, which, which is which probably good advice, but then it turned out that I'd got to an older age and I was like, oh, I kind of wish I'd had tattoos now. Do you know what? Do you know what my answer to that is when my mum says that? What? I said, when I'm older, I won't be able to get an erection anymore and I'll be pissing <laughs> on my own shoes. Do you think I, do you think I will give a shit... Whether my tattoo's faded a little bit and doesn't look quite quite like it did. I'm going to have other things to worry about, aren't I? Like, no hair and pissing myself. There you go. Do, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Why am I going to go... This is the strangest mother-son conversation <laughs> I've ever heard. No, yeah. no, because yeah. I, I've always said to my mum, like, he's got... I'll, I'll show my mum a tattoo, and she goes, oh, don't show me. And I go, but my dad, my dad likes my tattoos, but he won't admit it in front of my mum. At all, <laughs> he goes like when he sees my tattoo, he goes, "Oh, I like that. It looks really nice." And I'm desperate for my dad to get a tattoo just to piss me <laughs> off. <laughs> God, sorry, I was going to say, have your sisters gone? I can't say whether they have or not on okay. this podcast. Okay. What my dad would normally say to me, well, growing up, it was always, "Remember what it's going to look like when you're older," rather than like the whole idea of it being like maybe saggy like you said it changes form and things like that and how times have changed as well so depending on what you got it might look a bit stupid when you're older so he's always just said just remember if you get one what will it look like when you're older but yeah. they used to be they, they didn't used to be as good as they were now and, and that's well documented right so different ink that they'd always go a bit bluey like you've, you see you see older men now from my like my dad's generation so in their sort of 70s that will have, if they had a tattoo years ago, if they had a tattoo for 40 years, it's gone a bit bluey and a little bit, like, smudged. Whereas A lot of army-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. exactly. But tattoos are, I mean, I've had these tattoos for 20 years. They're not, they're not changed. They don't change now. The better ink, better tattoo artists, better... Sharp, sharpies have got better. Yeah, sharp, <laughs> they, they have. But just before I go off the subject, I just, I just wanted to say, and I know I've already said it, but just don't, Rush into your tattoos. 
get a tattoo if you want one. Don't get peer pressured into having a tattoo. Please don't just go away to Magaluf and get... I want to look like Scott. Because, like, my my son Brennan, he's got... Th- he's got one, two, three... Three please, or four... Please tell me he's got a camel on his toe. No, it's worse <laughs> than that. It's worse than that. He's got Ronaldo on his foot going... Right? No. Wow. Right? That's what he's got on his foot. Wow. Right? right? It's, it's a shocker. That's the equivalent of us now showing people a Kevin Keegan tattoo. And, and by the way, he's an Arsenal fan. <laughs> what? Because he went to the place in Portugal where... Um, oh, Madeira. Yeah, he went to Madeira, right? So he's got Ronaldo. Like, it's on his foot. It's small. It's not... I'm not upset about it, like... Because if it was on his arm, I'd I'd yeah. gone. I wouldn't have understood it, right? And then he's got, he's got fucking hell. He's got U R on his foot, and this is to represent U R Malia. Say U R Malia because oh, he's in Malia, yeah. right? And then he's got a smiley face on his hand, tiny like dot dot smiley face, right? Mm-hmm. Which. Kerry won't thank me for this. I think that one's pretty cool. It looks quite funny. I don't mind it. And then he's got a Lego man on his arm, right? Now, the Lego man, I actually respect. And I'll tell you for what, Kerry doesn't understand where I'm coming from in this. But as a kid, he absolutely loved Lego. It's all he ever played. Me and him used to play Lego all the time. He used to build everything. So, actually, him having a Lego man on his arm... It means something to him. It does mean to him. And he, and he really thought... And, and I said, this is the first tattoo that you've got on your arm that people are going to see. And actually, as a tattoo... I, it, and it's the only one that people can see. Yeah. So I don't really care about the... I, I called him an idiot. I said, you're a fucking idiot. You've got, you've got Ronaldo on your foot. But this the Lego man, I've got no problem with. It looks really cool. And it's the story behind it. People, yeah. why you got that? Oh, I used to love Lego as a kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so your word is tattoo on the A to Z of men, and we'll find out what my word is in just a second. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. All right, so Scott's word on the A to Z of men was tattoo. Uh, We move on to my word and I'm going to try and submit this word into the A to Z of men. I want to go with tactful. 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 Being tactful. Okay. Um, so according to mindtools.com, tact is the ability to tell the truth in a way that considers other people's feelings and reactions. It allows you to give difficult feedback and say the right thing to preserve a relationship, which I think is a pretty good ex- explanation of what tact is. Yes, I, I would. I would concur. 
Uh, tact is many things like emotional intelligence, respect, discretion, self-awareness, thoughtfulness, compassion, honesty, diplomacy and courtesy. But I want to talk about being tactful in a relationship yep. because I think tact and diplomacy in the workplace work really well. So you're having a meeting with your boss or whatever, that can work really well. But actually being tactful in a relationship, thinking about what you're going to say before you say it, considering how your partner is going to receive the information is a really important part of a relationship. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, so we've all been asked, you know, does my bum look big in this? A straightforward, yeah, huge. It's, pro- it's not going to go well for you. That's not going to go well. <laughs> not going to go well. And we just, whenever that conversation comes up, I mean, it, it, there's a jokey one in my house where Karen will bring down two pairs of shoes and she'll go, which ones do you think? The green ones or the red ones? Whichever one I say, she she'll go one. with the other one. Yeah. And I don't even know why ask me. I don't, why, why bother asking me? Yeah, it's, it's silly. Does that happen to you, Adam? Uh, I just don't get asked. Don't get asked. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, But you could say in the, you know, does my bum look big in this, a straightforward yes would probably not go well for you. But if you said something like, do you know what? I think the colour isn't right on you. It's a nice dress, but I love that dress you wore last week. That's that's more diplomatic and tactful. Yeah, yeah. Um, But Kerry will say to me, Kerry will say to me, um, does... Does my bum look? Uh, does this make me bum look big? And I say, well, I, I don't know what you mean by. I, I say I don't know what you mean by the question because I'm looking at your bum and I think it looks great, mm. right? But then she says, would I think so? And I go, well, I don't know because I'm not you, but I think your bum looks nice in yes. in in that dress. It, and you do, you have to. It's diplomacy. If 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 she if she says, does my bum look big in this? You just you wouldn't say it's not the dress that makes your bum look big. It's the eighteen pies you had last night. That's not going to work. No, that's that comedian. That's a, that says that, yeah, it's yeah. not going to work. Who says that? Uh, I can't remember which one. I, I want to credit them because it's a really funny. It's not. It's not the dress that makes your bum look big. It's the eighteen pies you've eaten. Yeah. But uh, you wouldn't do that. And that's diplomacy. Isaac Newton. He said, "Tact is the art of making a point without making an enemy." Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, that's really good. Making a point without making an enemy. Uh, Tact can be used in breakups as well, but often they're easily spotted as lies. For instance, it's not you, it's me. That's trying to be tactful. That's trying to say, you know, this isn't working. I need to get out of it, but I'm going to make you feel better by telling you it's not. It's me. I'm the baddie, so now I'm going. I think we need some space for a while. These are all tactful ways to break up. You deserve more. You deserve better than me. That's tact. Yeah. And I hope we can still be friends, which I don't think has ever happened in the history of breakups. Mm, yeah, probably not. I, I, not not real no, friends. Not, not proper, no. Um, what else is there? An article on psychology uh, psychologytoday.com uh, says that tact is a kind of perception that can be learnt but cannot be formally taught. Hence, there are no experts on tact. So they're saying that you're either a tactful person or you're not a tactful person. You're either somebody that naturally... I think I'm quite tactful as a person. I'm, I'm in my day job on the radio, and I, I look after a radio station, and I have to talk to people all the time. There's ways to talk to different people. Good managers, football managers, would always say, you know, you, you might talk to Troy Deeney differently to how you'd talk to Kieran Trippier. Or not Kieran Trippier, um, Kieran... What's his name? Oh, yeah, Kieran Trippier. Or Tierney or something like that. So you'd, you'd go, actually, Deeney is probably more of a... You could just straight talk with him. 
he doesn't want any bullshit. He just wants to know. But there might be another player that wants, you know, a little bit of so you, you arm around them. A player them. that needs an arm around the shoulder that go that you go. Do you know what? You you play playing with your world today, but you know next time you get down the wing, just get your head up, right? Nice way of saying get your fucking head up. Yeah. And then you've got another player where you go, you do him and I stop with the stepovers, or you're coming off. Yeah. Because you've got some players that can't deal with it. But that's like anything. Like I was just um, just so you know, peep behind the curtain. I was just. Um, as you were saying, you were really tactful in the work office. I was. Uh, you were shaking your head, saying no. Yeah, 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 for fun. It's good. good. I, I enjoyed it. Adam, Adam found it funny. Um, I, I think I just, you are. I just humour you. <laughs> I think you are being tactful. Well done. Um, I think you are quite tactful. Um, but then I think I am as well. Like I'll say, I'll say to you, um, oh, oh, you, you need haircut, but I'll say it in a nice way, like yeah. oh, or. Do you know what? Why don't you push it forward a little bit? Like, but they're tactful instead of going. Your hair looks shit. Like, you wouldn't. It's not a nice. There's a nice way of saying. Like, I think you said to me before. I had a different sort of jumper, and you went to me. Oh, I preferred the other jumper you were wearing the other day. That's a polite way of saying that jumper doesn't look as good on you as the other one. Yeah. Like, I think it's. I think there's a a good way of helping people out. Is what I would say. It's a, it's a shit sandwich, isn't it? It is yeah. the bull. Yeah, it is the shit sandwich. And I think, but I think in relationships, it's it's it, being tactful in a relationship. Sometimes when you've been together for a long time, you just can't be bothered. And you're like, actually, no, you you probably need to hear this without any bullshit surrounding it. it you actually just need to hear what I'm thinking. But I think on the day to day stuff, tact tact plays a massive part of a relationship or the 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 harmony of a relationship. Yeah, no, yeah, of course it does because. But it's not lying. It's just a different way. You're just not completely saying it as it is. You're just keeping a little bit back. Yeah, but like, so that would be like, right? So, right? For example, right? So, when Kerry doesn't come on a gig, right? Yeah. When Kerry doesn't come on a gig, and she's got she's got the um, the kids at home, and they're doing her nutting. I'm not gonna say I just had a beautiful steak dinner. Yeah. With no stress, of course. with chips, and oh, I tell you what, yeah, I, the peppercorn sauce was amazing. I had a pint next to it, blah blah. I I don't lie. To, I wouldn't lie to her. She said, "Oh, did you have dinner?" I said, "Yeah, I had a steak," but I wouldn't rub her face in it. I'm trying to be a little bit tactful because she's probably grabbed a sandwich, pulling her hair out with the pulling kids, her hair yeah, out. Yeah. The kids are driving her mental. It's just sort of knowing when to say it or when not to. Yeah. And you're not going to go, oh, it's amazing, lads, 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 oh, we're out, and it's amazing, oh, yeah, it's what are you ju- up to? Just be a bit tactful, yeah. I think, I think that is it, and uh, and I think it's just, and it's it's like I said earlier, and I can't remember who said it, one of the psychologists, it is, it's, it's, where is it? It's considering how your partner is going to receive the information you're just about to give them. It's, it's consideration. Tact is consideration. Yeah. Yeah, it's it been is. a considerate person. Um, some top tips for being tactful are, number one, think before you speak. You may have a gut reaction of something you want to say, but play it out in your mind first. I've, I've learned the hard way with that. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I would say I've not always been as tactful as I as you I'm are a very You are a very tactful person. Yeah, I never used to be. I used to just blurt shit out because I've probably got... I haven't got Tourette's, but... Verbal diarrhea. There's something going on. I've got I've got verbal diarrhea of sort. So now what I do is I try and filter it in my mind before I say it. Um, so actually, the other day we were going out. Um, me and you were going to a casino, and we we're walking up there, and you said to me, 
weird thing happens to me because when somebody's walking past me or I'm talking to somebody, I'm in my head, I'm having a conversation with them before I'm actually having a conversation with them. Yeah. So you're actually in your head talking, going, that bloke's coat's a bit weird, and it's in your head. Yeah. But you have to consciously remember not to actually just. Bleh. No, no, because I, I, I'm honestly, I do it all the time. I, if I walk from a, if I'm, if I'm on a five minute walk, I'll see someone, I go, fucking hell, where's shit? But in my mind, <laughs> or, 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 or I'll go, what a wanker. But it's like a, I've got internal threats. I'd, I'd say. Okay. Um, it, yeah. So, and that's me filtering. That's me. But tr- that is filtering to be tactful. Yeah, and and I really appreciate that you said I'm tactful because I, I. I thought I might be, but you know, it's, it's nice to hear. It's nice to hear that that I'm. But do you not to be tactful? Yeah, because I, we've always said, and we talk about this quite a lot. Whenever we, if we're being interviewed or somebody talking about our friendship, we've never actually fallen out ever. No, maybe it's because we're both very tactful. Yeah, because you're a fucking well annoying. Bo- we both fucking hate each other, yeah. but we just <laughs> we're never going to tell each other. No, nah. tattoos look shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, number two, deflect negative comments, which is a good thing to do. What, is, is this like? Is, would this be like, um, go fuck yourself? No, you go fuck yourself. That sort of thing. I, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> what it actually deflect negative comments would. I just it means don't get into an argument, doesn't it? If somebody says something to you, you've got a shit coat. No, you've got a shit coat. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's all I can take from that. <laughs> so if someone was to pass you and went. Go suck on your mum's titties. Yeah. No, go, no, you go suck on your mum's titties. <laughs> I will oh, go suck on your mum's titties. <laughs> I don't want to suck your mum's titties. Oh, no, I would I would say that that means that deflected negative comments, if somebody does come up to you and says, yeah, hell looks shit, you just think, you just walk away from it. Why, why get involved in the argument? Especially yeah. if you spend a lot of money on your hair in a transplant. You're, you don't want anyone telling you your hair looks how, shit. How many times do I compliment you, Chris? You do, always. Yeah. You did before the podcast day, you went, hair looks good. And I said, thanks, Scott, your tattoos look amazing. And then you've just <laughs> called him shit on the podcast. And, uh, and I'm when, not sure about... When I said earlier, when I said earlier, there's a little old lady carrying her shopping, it wasn't it, it was Chris, he ran a mile. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from me with your tattoos! <laughs> Um, number three, I don't really understand deflecting negative. I think it is just just don't get in an argument. Somebody says something, to you just walk away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number three, start with a positive comment before giving the negative comment, which is what we just said. The, the, the bullshit sandwich. Yeah, I I, I, that, I think that's the best one. Go. I tell you what, Chris, your hair's really nice, but that top shit. Yeah, that's that's not the way to do it. Yeah. No, I started with a nice comment. Oh, yeah, this was a really nice dinner. Thank you so much for cooking it. Fucking hell, your ass looks massive in those gyms. <laughs> that's not, that's, that's not, not what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's this, not this what it is. This meal's really nice. Do you do it every night, you lazy <laughs> bitch? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Number four. Um, this is for Scott. Choose your words carefully. <laughs> I, by the way, disclaimer, I was not saying that about my wife. She cooks every night and she's amazing. And her ass looks amazing as well. More tact. We've just lost one of our listeners. <laughs> what, Scott's wife? Yeah. No, no, you, you haven't. You've just lost one of your presenters. <laughs> <laughs> number four and number five are, are pretty much together. Choose your words carefully and choose your timing carefully. Timing is everything. Timing is is everything. I think in a relationship, when to bring something up, and you might you might go home and go. Do you know, what? I'm going to definitely have this conversation. Definitely have this conversation when I go home because I need I need to get it off my chest. And then your partner says, 
I've just had the worst day at work. I don't think my boss believes in me. I don't think this. I don't think that. And then you go, yeah, now. And then that wouldn't be the right time. So you've got to choose the time. You've got to choose. Timing's very, very important, I think, for a tactful relationship. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So if you if they're having a bad day and then you compile that by saying something else that's going to give them a worse exactly. day, then then you've got absolutely no tact. Wait, wait till they're happy, then bring them down. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. Hit them when they're down, yeah. that's what I say. Hit them when they're down. <laughs> it's easier. Uh, number six, decline <laughs> wow. invitations politely. This sounds amazing. That's going to be, uh, you know, so if you say, oh, are you coming to, we're going caravanning next week and we're going to live weekend. We're going to live in a tent. Oh, wow, that sounds amazing. That's going to be a great day. I'm actually taking it easy this weekend. It's been so busy at work, but maybe we catch up for a beer when you get back. That's tactful. Yeah, unlike um, one of my... Um, that sounds shit. I don't want to come. One of my uh, former bandmates, um, uh, not mentioning any names, I said, um, do you want to come to my uh, wedding renewal? And I hadn't given the date yet, and they said they were busy. <laughs> <laughs> Not very tactful. Somebody out of actual five. That's clever. Yeah. Somebody in five. Not. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. It wasn't abs because I sat with him. Yeah. There you go. So we've narrowed it down to three members. To to be fair to them, like I'm including you in this, Scott. Right. (laughs) Dates, numbers, times. It's all numbers related. No, they just didn't want to come to my wedding. Three of you, five. There's always been a problem with counting. No, they just didn't want to come to my wedding. I went, I haven't given you the date yet, but I'm assuming you don't want to come. But do you, do you, do you, what what if that person had said to you, do you know what? That's amazing for you and Kerry. It doesn't make, it doesn't bother me, but that's incredible. That sounds amazing. Have an amazing day. That would have been much, that would have been much better. I don't actually fan, I don't really like weddings or anything like that, but guys, having a great day. Do you want me to buy your toaster or something? Then at least you'd know that they've been (laughs) honest with you. Exactly. It's like, um, I set set myself stall up very early with Kerry and said, I don't like caravan holidays. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't rude. Mm -hmm. She goes away and has a, 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 we go camping. Yeah. But the caravan thing, She's never been a bit of me, the caravan. See, I don't mind going like the Hopton or whatever, and and because the kids love it and it's good fun and it's a caravan, it's got a roof. I can't do what you do. I can't do the tent thing. Yeah. Doesn't so, it yeah, doesn't so, interest me in the, the slightest? No, I've done the tent thing and I quite enjoy it. For some reason, I don't like the caravan thing. I think it's the birds in the morning yeah. pecking on it and all that. Just not. But <laughs> I was very, very. I just said. That sounds like a you thing, like yeah. You know, so now she'll, you know, she used to go with her mum. Now she'll go with some friends, and they all have a great time. And I, I have a few days to myself, um, which it's. I was tactful about. I didn't go. No, I've, I don't like caravans. Fuck it off. I just said it nicely. Yeah. Uh, last one on the top tips for being tactful are be gracious even when you're irritated. Keep your core cool when you speak and do it kindly, even if deep inside you want to tell somebody what you really think. Just keep it back. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, I've, I've, I think you're really, really good on the podcast, and I think you're, you've done really well. And, and you, Adam, you've never produced really badly ever. Mm-hmm. You've um, you've always been at the this, top. You're of, lying, though. This isn't you've, tactics. You've always been lying. at the top. So of, full of shit. You've always been at the top of your game, Adam. You've never dropped that ball. You go, <laughs> you go, That's guy. Really good. Yeah, have I done well? Yeah, it's really good. That is really, really good. I was trying to think of a, a tactful thing that we would say to each other but I actually do think we do say the truth to I each just, other I just tell you the truth yeah which is good but then but then you know me as a person but there are other people who work in our office that you wouldn't do that to no none of them 
There you go. No, I'm joking. Um, there you go. Some uh, some words on tactful. It's not the strongest word. I'm happy to admit that. But it's weird, this, this A to Z and M, because when you get to the letter Q and you think this is going to be impossible, actually, Q is quite easy. But it's the letters like T where you, there are so many words that trying to get a word specifically for men is actually quite difficult. Well, no, I, I, I think it's... Because it, it's easy to go for tits. Yeah. Right? And or got, even the serious subjects like testicular cancer. Like, we, yeah. we've just done prostate cancer. But then you, you don't want to do the same type no, of word every covered, single week. Then, then, then you've covered a certain word and, and you, you're, you're retreading old ground. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I actually think you're doing yourself a disservice. I actually think it's a good word. I think I do think tact is, is really important in a relationship. And I see think, what I did there? Yeah, it's very good. You're very tactful. Very good. But I do think tact is important in a relationship, so I would be happy if that was entered into the A to Z of men, but we'll find out in just a second. Uh, Adam has been out. Uh, well, he probably hasn't been out. Adam, Adam's been, you know on his email, collecting different words for the A to Z of men. I haven't seen any come through for the letter T. Did we get any actual ones through from people? We've actually... I have been out on the street. What? And yeah, no, no, wait. But no, did you, did you get your free bin men on bin day out on, <laughs> out on the street? And as they were taking your, your rubbish, you said, can I ask you a question? And they said, "No, no, okay. you'll be proud of me." Really? Yeah. Southampton. Southampton. Yep. On my on my weekend away. <laughs> Southampton. I fucking nailed it. Yes. Wow. Is it my day? <laughs> Is it my day? No, I wish. I asked. I a, really I asked, wish um, I went up to him. I asked a guy in the pub at the weekend, and he just said titties. There you go. Cool. Well, he said go and suck on your mum's titties, but <laughs> yeah. I got that. I, I got from that. He wanted me to talk about titties. Um, okay. So what have we got from Southampton then, Adam? What's mine is mine. Um, oh well, from a man's point of view, are we like that? Mm, are like, we territorial? Like, like, Joey doesn't share food. Yeah, that, that type of thing. Of thing. Um, if well, Karen said to me, "Do you mind if I have a go on your PlayStation?" I'm not going to say no. Well, what, Do what, you sorry, have a chair? When would she? Sorry, Chris. Yeah. When, when would Karen have time to go on your PlayStation? Would you be? You'd be waiting behind again. Have you finished yet? Have you finished? No, yet? I finished wouldn't. Yet? Have you finished I w- yet? When we first met, when PlayStation 2 was out, or maybe 1, there was a game called Buster Move, and it was firing this coloured ball into blocks, yeah. and you had to match the colours and then the block. She loved it. So we used to sit up all night and play this game. But she... Yeah, it was two-player. It was, was two-player, yeah. but then we, but, but we've got, like, Sonic Racing and stuff like that now, which, to be fair, me and Sam were playing the other day, and she was like, oh, I could get into this. Obviously, when I'm playing FIFA or even Fortnite with the kids, she's, it's not a bit of her. But a game like Sonic, where you're racing and you're shooting people with your... You know, when you go through the question mark box and you get a weapon and you have to shoot somebody, I think she'd be more into that. But what I'm saying is what's mine's my territorial. The PlayStation is quite a big thing for me. I like the PlayStation. I wouldn't have a problem with sharing it. Yeah, do, no. do you have your own chair where you like to sit or your own mug or your own... I have something? my own... I have... Uh, <laughs> I don't have to sit. If she's sitting on the chair that I'm, which is one side of the sofa, it doesn't bother me. But then, because she sits on one side of the sofa anyway, it doesn't really come up. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I'm not. I'm not territorial I at am. all. I don't think. I am. I am. I am. Honestly, get your fucking hands off my charger. It's my charger. It stays on my side of the bed. I will 
glue it into yeah, the socket. and we've talked about gluing yeah. charges into sockets. I <laughs> I don't think that's a territorial thing. Yeah, I it think is, it's mine. No, 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 that's not. No, the, what that is, and I have the same with my kids. I've bought the charger so that all of us can charge up our phones, but when I want to use it and it's never where it, it's supposed to live, that's just annoying. I don't think I'm being territorial that it, it's my charger. I'm a bit like, I've bought chargers, so we've got chargers to charge the iPhone up, and every time I go and use it, it's never where it's supposed to be. But I think, I think that's frustration. Bit, I think it's a little bit territorial. Like, So, for example, I've got headphones, right? I've got two sets of headphones. Yeah. I've got one that go in my ears, like yeah. buds, and I've got ones that I wear over my ears, like my bigger, like... Um, like the ones you're wearing now? Yeah. Um, Kevin keeps on wearing my bows, and every time I go to use them, they're, they're not there. So I'm like, you're not using them anymore. And then it annoys me, it annoys me even when it comes up, oh, searching for iPhone, searching for iPhone. I'm like, I haven't got a fucking iPhone. And then, like, then Kerry's using the buds because she's going to the gym, and I'm like... But now I've got nothing. I'll tell you a quick game to play, though, just on that note, because I saw I Sam... Who's them. in a bag? No, no, it's not who's <laughs> in a bag. That is, oh. that is, that is a good game. Um, Karen was... Uh, this is very middle class now. Karen was in the hot tub at the weekend, and she had her headphones on, which were Bluetooth headphones connected to her phone, which Sam then found, and then using the English-Spanish translator app, he was basically saying stuff to his mum through her phone straight into her ears. <laughs> so every now and again she'd be listening to a podcast and then she'd hear, your mum, and then it would go back to the podcast again. And what time's dinner? And things like that. Oh, I think that's quite funny. It was funny. It was funny. Genius. But territorial is, I think the things you've described are just frustrating. I think territorial is if you had a hot tub and you somebody's like, the kids are getting in a hot tub, you're like, no, that's my hot tub, you can't get in there, that's just, that's only mine, no one else can use that. Okay, I'm that's territorial. territorial over my Cocoa Pops. That's that's territorial, because there's no reason why Brennan couldn't have a bowl of Cocoa there Pops, is. because they're yours. I buy... I, I that's territorial. Buy, I buy extra ones for me. Yeah, so you're saying, I've booked, there's like, there's eight boxes of Cocoa Pops over there. They're yours. These are that mine. That box is my box. That's yeah. territorial. Yeah, yeah, I say don't, leave leave them alone. That's territorial. I buy, I, I buy all of us an orange juice. Like, I love um, pure orange juice. Brennan yeah. does and so does Kevin, right? So I buy us all a big bottle. Absolutely. And I say. Do you put your name on them? Uh, I have done. Yeah, that's territorial. Yeah, because it's like, I've. I've not just bought something for myself yeah. and then said it's mine, go away. Yeah. I've said, like, don't, like, for example, Ben and Jerry's, right? I don't always, I don't always um, have, it, have it. But if I buy one and I'm going to have it, it might take me a year to eat it. But I go back in there and it's gone because one of them greedy, greedy people has eaten it. Yeah. That's I, territorial. Yeah, yeah, that's what I am, yeah. Quite like that word. Some of the words are frustrating. Some some of the things you said are frustrating, but those bits are territorial. Yeah, leave, leave my stuff alone. So we'll have that. Thank you very much for territorial. What else have we got, Adam? Put a group of men together, and they all become so different to when they are alone. It's all that testosterone. I looked at testosterone. Yeah, I thought we'd we'd covered it a lot. Um, yeah, I think we've covered it. But yeah. but yeah, testosterone is obviously a big word for 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 the man, and. Oh, yeah, I think, and 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 for for young men, this is where we did cover it before, isn't it? Because you get to that age where you're in your teens, where it all starts to hit you, and and it changes who you are as a person. 
and it, you start to, you know, you start to d- turn into a man. Yeah, yeah. I um, and, and and I would agree. I think I think you're you're slightly more laddie when you're with more of your mates. Yeah, like, it's a tribal thing, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Like you know, I you know we went and picked up the kids the other day from um, our friends and. Um, you know, I instantly sat on the sofa and spoke to Wee Man and we were having a chat. He's called Wee Man, it's very short. Um, and um, we just had a really, really nice chat. But, you know, it got, it got very football, football, football. Do you want a beer? Yeah, let's have a beer. Because, you know... One, were you watching the West Ham game with him? I was, yeah. 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 How was he at the end of that? No, I'd, I'd left devastated. just before... Yeah, yeah, he was a bit devastated, yeah. Devastated. Oh, anyway, fuck you, Adam. <laughs> Whoa. Fucking Liverpool fucking what fan. Well, you beat us. Oh, yeah, that wasn't hard, was it? <laughs> it was. I, it, it bloody was. First half, you were shocking, mate. Yeah, well. We were the better team. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Uh, next word. Men are terrible at keeping to timings. I'm not. I'm My timing, and actually Karen says this, my timing's impeccable. I, I literally... I, I beg to differ. Well, no, not on this. This is like just work. <laughs> Um, I'm really, I don't like being late. And I, Scott will tell you this, even when we're running late for these, I and because we record them at work, it obviously there are other things that come up, which, you know, they're sort of paying me to do. Um, so it does become difficult. But I'm, I'm, Karen's awful with timing. Oh, don't, don't get me, don't, I think we've covered this before. Um, I, uh, Kerry makes me late. She, but she does make me late because she's doing more things than me and she's getting the kids ready and all that, so I understand it. But I wouldn't be late for football. That was a great bit of tax, by the way. If, if you're looking for a, a tax explanation, that was it, what he just did. Brilliant. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I I would be known as a, as someone that's late, but I, it's, it's not, I, I'm actually not, I hate being late. And, yeah. if I, and if I'm late, I'm, I'm, I'm apologetic. I hate being late. Yeah, I think it's it's it, I, I, maybe because of the job we do, and I've done sort of radio all my life, so everything is timed. You have to be on air at whatever time you're on air. You have to take the news dead on a certain time. So the whole of your show, you're, you're what they call back timing to hit certain junctions. So you're yeah. you're constantly in control of the time, and. I think I take that into my actual life as well. If we're going to, we're going to be at Karen's mum's at one in Northampton. I'm back timing it. I'm like, right. So we need to. That's then. So you, we all need to be like getting ready at this time, you're and then we buffer, aren't you? Yeah, buffer. Oh uh, yeah, for uh, traffic. Exactly that. Yeah. You're doing that, but then you're working out, but you back it up. So you're like, we need to be. You know, people need to be in the shower and stuff at probably half eight, nine o'clock. If we're probably going to have to leave at ten to get there at whatever. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm. I'm all right at timing. Yeah. So that's a good word, but um, why don't you um, time waking up before you um, jizz everywhere? Then, well, that's just a brain thing. <laughs> it was a long time ago as well. <laughs> um, that's it. I think that's. Is that everything off the streets of Southampton? Yeah. Okay. A to Z of men, thank you so much for your suggestions, which you can do all times. We'll give you all the uh, details and uh, places you can contact with us at the end of the podcast. But we need to find out which word is going to enter the A to Z of men. Uh, Right, two words. They are tattoos, which was your word, Scott. Yes. And uh, my word was tactful. Um, I, I, Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because I do like tactful because... I think it's important to have tact in a relationship and I think for a man it's, it's, it is it's important for a man because we do just suddenly 
speak and then realise we've actually said it when you hear it and you're like, oh, yeah. shit, that was out loud. And then we, you know, that, that you can upset your partner. Um, so I like tags, but tattoos is a good one because I think it's how men are perceived with tattoos, which you, you talked on, you, you talked about that and how that's, that's slightly changed over the over the years. So I... And and how people like David Beckham or Adam Levine have changed people's mindsets of, of what tattoos mean on, on somebody, especially for men. So I like the word tattoo, and I think I would like tattoo to go into the A to Z of men. Oh, I, see, I actually, I, I think both words were pretty strong today. Um, like last week, I thought that your words... Was better than mine, you know. Um, shape was I thought it was really good, so it was an easy decision for me last week. Um, I don't know, I, th- I think, and it's very close, so I think edging it this week is possibly tattoo. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I think I, I think I did sell myself short with tactful. I, th- I said it wasn't the greatest word oh, we've come up with, word. but it was a good word and it did, it did work, and we had a good discussion on it. Where would you have gone, Adam? I think I would have gone tactile. Okay, honestly, I just think that. It, it, becomes more of a a male thing yeah because tattoos aren't uh, obviously for both and so is tactiles both male and feminine uh, masculine and feminine but there's something about being tactile in a male life where yeah. you have to trying to get through life you have to be tactile to get to where you need to be oh yeah see yeah, I, see if you'd gone first i would have probably gone with that yeah but i t- I don't know. Do you know what? I, this doesn't happen often. I don't know whether I don't know if we should change our mind. It's a it's a tricky one because I, I I thought my word was strong. But think about think about your if, word was strong. If A to Z of men was a guide and a book, would you need to know about tattoos or being tactful? You'd need to know about being tactful. I I I, I think. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going tactful. Yeah, then. and so am I. Yeah, I yeah. think. I think, I think the I, way. Yeah, no. I think you make yeah, a really good you point. Change my mind. Yeah, I think you make a really good point there, Adam. Because yeah, I mean, I don't. I've, I felt my my word was strong, and, and and I think it's got a really solid message, you know, and and that's not to rush having a tattoo and and you know to take your time and all that, um, but as a life thing skill. and a journey and a life yeah. skill, you need to be tactful to get through unscathed so you yeah. know I'm going to let's do that we, uh, we would like to Adam we would like to enter the word tactful into the A to Z of men word submitted okay so there you go wow that was a cliffhanger changing our mind at the last minute well, it's never happened before. I don't think it, it has. Um, thank you so much for all the communication. Uh, how are we getting on with giving away my picture? Uh, well, we've not got long until the end of the uh, competition. I think it closes on Thursday, the 31st of March. Um, rather than saying it all over again, if you just listen to the beginning of last week's episode, you'll hear how you can enter and win that picture. I've seen quite a few people wanting to win it, which has surprised me, um, if I was honest. Because it was a picture taken of me twenty odd years ago, but although I can see why you'd want that picture and not a picture of me now, so that's. Uh, I'm going to be really upset when I have to give it away yeah, to bet. someone because I it's bet. currently beside my desk at work. Oh, oh it's uh, a shame. People then, stopping yeah, and none. people stopping and looking. I imagine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you probably can't get it again. It's one off. It's a one of a kind. It's not. I've got a box full of them in my loft, so 
I'm all to Rebecca. Well, the fact that no, I've got, <laughs> I've got plain ones. The fact that one went for ten quid on eBay, I, I reckon I got about hundred grand up in the loft. Yeah, what, what idiot bought it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you want to find out how you can win that, you can check out last week's episode. If you want to get in touch with us at all, uh, Scott, socials are always good. They are. You can get us at the A to Z of men. That's A to Z of men. And that's the numeral two. And that's on Instagram. That's on TikTok. Pretty much everywhere. And if you want to get us on email, a to Z of men at gmail.com. Cool. I've enjoyed this week. Thank you so much for listening as well. Obviously, if you didn't listen, that, that was bad. Thanks for all the... Um, we've, I've noticed quite a few reviews going up on iTunes as well. So yeah, thanks, uh, guys. Keep those coming in as well. You can just you know go onto iTunes and leave a review. I think it's pretty much the only place you can leave a review. You can do some you know stars on Amazons and um, Spotify's, but the reviews on iTunes really do help us out a lot as well. So thank you for doing that. So on next week's A to Z of men, we take on the letter R-S-T-U for umbrella or underwear unbelievable urine urine yeah urine urine <laughs> anyone <laughs> no, no, no I don't think so no underwear is a good word yeah it is yeah um, you've got all the details to get in touch with us if you have any suggestions. Until then, we'll um, we'll leave you and thank you for listening. I've been Chris Brooks. I've been Scott Robinson. And I've been producer Adam. Adam. <laughs> <laughs>